Episode 3, the spread is on iTunes. Mike, you ready? Let's go! iTunes, as you heard, episode three, the spread podcast. We're ready to get after it this week. Great first week of NFL action. Mike, anything? I'm um, looking forward to another great week. I think we both did well this week. Uh, I went 15 and seven, and I think you went six, six and three. three. So both positive weeks, and that's all you can really ask for. I fucking love it. The boys were on fire with their bets. Um, we tried to give you guys some good insight. Hopefully, you guys listened. Took some uh, cash to the bank, deposited it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're excited to be on iTunes. I think it's a big jump for the team. Hopefully, big, uh, huge. We are trying to get some guests on in the coming weeks. So what we want you guys to do is when you're placing your bets, tweet at spread underscore podcast with your best bet of the week and a little, a uh, little, a little blurb uh, description why you think it's the best bet of the week. And then we're going to read through them, and we're going to have someone next week on to discuss what they thought, uh, why they thought that it was the best bet, and what their next bet is. What do you think I like, of that? I like that a lot. I know uh, Nick Taddy was texting me today. He wanted to get on the pod, so he's going to have to do that in order to get on. Perfect. I have a bunch of people texting me, too, so we'll see what happens. Um, let's get into our quick blitz. It all comes down to this play. Here we go. So the quick blitz is just a quick, uh, quick little recap of the NFL week. So let's go right into it. Uh, the Raiders, I think they're as bad as advertised. Mike disagrees, but I mean... I don't wow. exactly disagree with that because I was expecting them to be really bad to start with. And then I bet on the Rams game, um, the, the Rams-Raiders. I watched it all. The first half, they, the first drive they had, I was kind of impressed. I was like, oh shit, I'm going to have to sweat this Arlen's game out. good. Yeah, the whole offense looked good. Marshawn Lynch, that touchdown was crazy. And then at half, like I was somewhat sweating a little bit. And then the second half, the Rams just blew it out. So uh, the the Raiders still suck, but they they weren't exactly as bad as I thought. They're still bad. Let me get that out there. Gruden didn't do anything to adjust at all. I know. Well, he called out um, what's his face, Uh, Derek Carr this week. So that's good too. He did what? He, he called Derek Carr out and was like, basically called him out. Well, he said like, he's not sure why he didn't throw it to Amari when he was open or something. I forget what Amari it was. Can't, exactly. Amari can't catch a football. I don't blame him. I still think Amari's kind of good. He's still got talent. Anything. I don't yeah, know. Talent, I don't think, I don't think Derek Carr's that good, but that's yeah, for another day. A, yeah, I agree. He's not worth what he's paid. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So we got a little Fitz magic down in New Orleans. Dude. Um, Fitzpatrick, the top fantasy quarterback of the week, put up 500 yards, like four touchdowns, uh, no interceptions. Uh, the Saints defense, hello? Uh, are you there? Uh, I don't hear you. Uh, <laughs> it seems like uh, 
I don't, I'm just appalled. I, Dude, I'm so appalled at that I game. Have I have no idea what happened. He made like, I think, he, I forget how many balls he threw to Mike Evans, but he caught everyone except for one, and his numbers were insane. The dude that won the million maker on DraftKings had like Ryan Fitzpatrick, Mike Evans, Deshaun Jackson, scored like 290 points, and I couldn't believe it. Dude, they probably were owned in less than 1%. Yeah, he was. Ryan Fitzpatrick was like 1%. I don't know. I mean, he just won a million dollars. Deshaun I, was just cruising down, just passing people left and right, and then the easy catches. Yeah, like I was a big fan of Marshawn Lattimore uh, last year. Me too. And he defensive rookie of the year. looked like doo-doo. I don't know what yeah. happened. He's getting I, toasted. I, I'm thinking that's more of an outlier. I, I'm not expecting the Saints seed to be that bad, or the Bucks O to be that good. But who knows, though? It's week one. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it won't stick. Um, yeah. So that, that Bears-Packers game, just wow, what a game. First yeah. half was Khalil <laughs> Mack just absolutely eating Aaron Rodgers for breakfast. Then you think Rodgers is torn ACL out for the year. He's done Not so. only does he come back, uh, he comes back and he just dominates. Absolutely. Takes drive after drive, just keeps putting points on the board, and then he comes back in the post-game uh, conference and says some loopy stuff. Yeah, he was on something. Who was on crack? On some pay meds <laughs> or something. Uh, I was texting Keith during the game, and he had the Bears money line, and I, I thought he was going to win it the whole time. I was like, damn, I'm an idiot. Because the value. I bet. I, told you it was a value. I bet. Um, I mean, no one can predict that Rodgers is going to get hurt and yeah. that's going to happen, but at the same time, the Bears did look good. Like they look like no, I know. I'm ready to hammer them this week. They're like they're, look like a legitimate like wild card. Their defense, yeah, exactly. Um, their defense is really good, and I think with their O and uh, Nagy and Trubisky, they put some pieces around them. They have yeah, a really exactly. solid bell bell horse running back, bell cow. Bell cow. They have a solid yeah, horse. Same shit. <laughs> they have a great passing catching running back in Tyree Cohen. Mitchell Trubisky is gonna improve. I mean, he looks he looks like he's the number two pick. You know. Yeah, I agree. They have a lot of potential there. Um, so that Giants-Jaguars game getting into um, me and Mike's team. I uh, love Saquon. That's I love him. I absolutely love the guy. He's uh, he's he's one I'm going to go gay for, for sure. Um, but I absolutely hate Eric Flowers. Like that guy needs to die in a ditch. He is so bad. That kick block that he tried to put on Calais Campbell, it made, like, made me cringe. The fact that Shermer is defending him too, it's like, dude, this isn't your guy. You didn't draft him. He, you had to move him from left tackle to right tackle. He just does nothing good for the team. He's not improving. Just cut <laughs> loose now. Yeah, he's really bad. That game was really frustrating to watch. Um, yeah, he needs to go. I'm kind of done with him. I was maybe hoping he could do something this year, like my last strike kind of thing. No, nah, I'm done with him. Get the fuck I out. Agreed. I thought moving him, kicking him to right tackle, maybe less pressure on him. He can Dude, when he tripped the guy that was pass rusher, and he just well, he had two holding penalties uh, in like the first quarter, and then he was just getting beat all day. I know. Yeah, this. Watching the fan. It's um, really bad. Yeah. yeah. All right. So then next, uh, Sam Darnold going off of that uh, new rookies in the year. We got Saquon, and then Darnold, who was number three pick, uh, looked really good against Detroit. He threw a pick six on his first uh, pass, and everyone thought, here are classic Jets. Worst play of all time, the butt fumble. Is it number two? Get it? Because it's a butt fumble. It should be number two. That's just comedy. And then he actually came back, toughened up, and uh, put out a pretty good stat line. Like He was like 16 for 20, like 200 yards, and he had a touchdown or two. Like The only pick of the game was his pick six. Think he could be the real deal? Yeah, Darno looks pretty good. Um, the one thing though is, well, first of all, I bet against the Jets, so I look like an idiot. 
Uh, the second thing is he didn't throw for 200 yards, so I'm not hopping on that train yet. Like he looked really good, but he had great field position every time. He made good throws. Yeah. Um, I always thought he was going to be good, but the other pieces on the Jets worried me. Um, they faced the Dolphins and the Browns the next two weeks. Not exactly murderers row, so it's kind of, the Jets are like a wait and see team for me still. They got an easy schedule to hit a wild card spot this year. Yeah, I mean the AFC is very weak, so I mean they could. I, yeah, I, I was reading know. something today about talking about trading for Le'Veon if uh, the Jets start like three and zero or three and one. I mean Isaiah Correll had that like eighty yard touchdown, sixty yard touchdown. He looked pretty against the Lions D, who looked like they didn't even want to show up. Yeah, Patricia. Matt Patricia. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I think um, I'm setting the over under. Matt Patricia gets fired as October fifteenth. He has to be the first coach to get fired. Yeah, he looked uh, he really was bad. Even like a top five favorite because he's new. I, I know. Would bet the, I would bet the house on that. Now. Yeah. Uh, going off Le'Veon, so the Brown Steelers game uh, ended in a tie. Disgusting. Uh, Mike, what do you think about that? Uh, I really thought the Browns were going to pull this one off in OT. Um, I was kind of split in two ways. So I have the Browns over win total, and I had Steelers minus three on that game. So I got fucked both yeah, ways. So yeah, Steelers didn't cover and they got the tie. So, um, but yeah, I was really pulling for the Browns uh, in the most Browns way possible. Ended a tie. I saw a picture on Twitter after it ended. Uh, the Browns with that tie. This is their best start since 2004. Amazing. That's the greatest stat <laughs> in the world. That's incredible. How about the stat where uh, teams have a plus five turnover differential? They're like 144 and one, and the Browns are 0 2 and one in that. So they attribute to two of the four losses and the only tie and Dude. zero. Of the <laughs> I knew. Oh. Is that not like the most? They have good players. They just ah oh, the coaching, dude. It's gonna kill me. It's gonna Hugh kill Jackson, me. Hugh Jackson, man. Hugh Jackson. It's gonna kill me. Um, but yeah, also going off that, uh, we have no more time for Le'Veon Bell on this podcast. He is officially done. Uh, we're all aboard the James Conner train. Yeah. 35 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, fuck you, Le'Veon. You don't, you do not need it. Your system running back. Yep. James Conner, 36 points. Last year. He beat cancer and he's going to be everyone in my fantasy leagues. I drafted them all three. Let's go. Um, and then the last thing we want to talk about is it's a bad year to beat tight ends. Uh, Delaney Walker, fractured leg out for the year. Greg Olson, fractured foot, out for a good chunk of the year. Yeah. Who's next? Probably Gronk, maybe Kelsey. Okay, Kirk, dude, knows. chill with that. Definitely Patrick Reed or uh, Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed's 100% dude, the next. Dude, you got, you got to chill with that. No curses, no curses. I don't want anybody coming back to us on this. Fair. Um, all right, so we're going to roll into our next segment, and that is the spread certified best bets. Oh, there it is. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Clemson's going to roll <laughs> fucking Texas A&M. They're going to blow them out. I honestly think that. Georgia. They're going to blow them out. Clemson, Field, Clemson is Kyle Field's tough to play at. Sorry, say that again? I said Kyle Field's tough to play at, man. Oh, sure. people. Uh, Texas A&M does not scare me. Clemson's the best team outside of Alabama in college football. I'm taking I'm, – I'm laying 11 points easy. So Kyle Fields pretty easy to play at, huh, Mike? Yeah. Um, see, I wasn't – I don't know what happened there. I had that one completely wrong. I thought they would win by two touchdowns, cover my minus 11. Uh, in the first half, it looked somewhat promising. And then A&M torched, torched them in the second half. Uh, they ended up having like 500 yards of offense. So, yeah, that was pretty bad. 
So I went to an A&M bar in D.C. to watch it because my roommate's a big A&M fan, which is probably half the reason I bet on him in the first place. But uh, So their quarterback, Kellen Mond, was apparently terrible last year, and he's came out and just started balling this year. Like he's really Johnny Menzel. Chains well, but yeah, this Johnny Menzel 2.0. They're saying like he's moving the balls, he's moving the chains well. And then I hate what Clemson's doing with the whole Kelly Bryant, Trevor Lawrence thing. Like, yeah, they're just like letting them play two or three series each, and then like going back. Like I like what Alabama's doing, where they're like two is the guy. And, yeah. But once we're up a lot, then Jalen can come in. Like pick one, and then like insert the other guy once you're up or something. I, I agree. I think it's terrible for the team. They can't get like momentum. Consistency. And it's just not good. Yeah, I agree with that. I like Kelly Bryant. Yeah, yeah, that was. I mean, they escaped with a win somehow. That that ending was very shaky, but yeah, I agree with that. I do respect Clemson for taking an A and M at a conference at A and M. I respect that. Yeah, that's like I'm sick of these fucking like teams that are ranked 400 that they're paying a million dollars to just to shit on them. Like I want to see like uh, (laughs) Auburn facing Alabama State, 64 spread. Who wants to see that? I'm going to get to that later. I want to talk about that. And then we have our second certified best bet of the week. Uh, the Saints are not going to lose to the Bucks at home with Drew Brees and that strong team against uh, James Winston-less Buccaneers team. It's just, that, it's, it's, just, it's just that simple. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints win by like 25. So that's an easy one. Hey, Keith, uh, what happened with the Saints there? What happened, man? So the Saints didn't exactly win by 25. Uh, they uh, yeah. actually lost that game somehow. Um, 98 I points. Have no words for that game. Uh, it was like they, the over was covered by halftime. Fitzpatrick looked unbelievable. <laughs> the Bucks there. covered the over by themselves. The Bucks looked like a freaking playoff team. The Saints looked like they didn't make the playoffs last year and don't didn't look like a Super Bowl contender this year. They were at home. Uh, just no words. It's a really tough one for the for the team. Uh, not a good look for King Keith. Um, uh, at least at least it wasn't his lock of the week. But I mean, you know, so sometimes you take those losses. I have somebody on the hot seat now. Me, Jameis Winston. Uh, Serious. Not dude. good. Is he not a locker room guy? What's going on? Is he going to get back this job? If Fitzpatrick continues to play like this, does he get? If, he has to. If they go three and zero or two and one. And Fitzpatrick has been playing very well. Yeah. I will not give the job back to Jameis. I know. It's going to be hilarious to watch. I'm going to be – it's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm intrigued for sure. All right. Let us get into our recap of last week's bets. So, Mike, you said you went 15-7? and Yeah, 15-7 and last week, winning just under seven units. Seven, just under seven. It's like six points. Under seven, yeah. I went six and three, positive about five units. Um, a couple I want to talk about quick. So I did the Houston money line. That was a freaking lock. Oh my god, Khalil Tate was hurt. Yeah, Khalil Tate got hurt. Like Kevin Sumlin does not know how to use Khalil Tate. He's an idiot. He's so stupid. They have the uh, what the the defensive end who's like going to be the number one draft pick. Uh, I forget his name, but he's who knows? I don't even know. He's gonna he turned down all these Power Five uh, scholarship offers to stay at home and play at Houston. And he is just eating. Nice. And you like to hear that. Um, one of my one of my bets, FAU minus nine and a half. I encourage everyone out there to check out this segment. It was on SVP's Bad Beats. Uh, I lost this one in heartbreaking fashion, and I just want the whole world to go out and see it and see how I suffered. 
I mean, I love watching you suffer, so that sounds like something I could get into. Yeah. Um, the one I was surprised about this week that didn't cover for me was Michigan State. I thought they were going to go to Arizona State and <laughs> steamroll Arizona State. Was that your lock? not the case. No, that wasn't my lock. I kept hearing lock from you on that one. I mean, I might have told people. I tell everyone it's a lock. It's <laughs> a lock. It's a complete difference. You know how it goes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they did not play well. Uh, I guess the heat really did have a factor. I knew it was going to be hot, but I didn't think that was going to be a huge factor in the game. And uh, is Herm Edwards a good college coach? Yeah, <laughs> I was looking to fade him, but uh, I kind of like him now. I kind of like him. Yeah, he's good. What was saying? Uh, anything else on your bets last week? Uh, yeah, I just want to go over one real quick. Uh, Alabama, Alabama State plus 64. Uh, this game was awesome to bet. I tweeted the pick out, and then I had some of my friends ride it with me. Um, by the way, I tried to tweet out all my picks before the game, so you can follow me at Michael S. Marquis. I try to also um, tweet out the picks on our Twitter account, at spread underscore podcast. But yeah, uh, this game was 42-2 to two at half. Yeah, that two was obviously from a safety, which was the fucking funniest thing ever, tracking that game, because I was waiting for Alabama State to score, and when they do, it's a fucking safety. Uh, but yeah... Auburn ended up putting in their backups. They laid off the gas late, and it was an easy cover for Alabama State. Uh, they lost to Auburn 63-9, to but the cover oh, was perfect. never in doubt. Um, all right, and with that being said, let us get into our bets of the week. So, me and Mike have placed a couple bets so far, so we're going to talk start with those. And then, uh, as Mike was saying before, we're going to tweet out our picks on Twitter, so like, most of the time, we're going to like lock in these bets right before the game. At least that's how I operate. I usually like to listen to a bunch of stuff right before the games and then lock in as those go. Um, so, yeah, just follow us on Twitter. I'm at KingKeith99. And then he said follow the, the Spread Podcast Twitter account as well. And uh, we also have this betting tracker that's also pinned to the one of the pages or something. You yeah, it's pinned to the top follow. of the at Spread underscore podcast Twitter account. So you guys can follow us and see exactly what we bet. Perfect. Transparency. So, I love it. Transparency is key. Key. So, the first bet that we're going to talk about, we both placed, actually, and it's both on our team. It's the Giants, plus three and a half. Uh, No bias. I don't give give a fuck if it's biased or not. Very biased. The Cowboys look terrible. The Giants are going to win this game. They're going to Jerry World, and they're going to smack Dak around, and it's going to be awesome. Hopefully, Vernon comes back. Um, Snacks are going to stuff Zeke, and the Giants are going to win this game. Yeah, I like this spot here, getting over a field goal. Uh, the Cowboys looked awful this past week. They had 60 yards of offense in the first half, scored eight total points versus the Panthers. Uh, I think the Giants' D-line is just going to limit Zeke. And then the Giants, oh, Saquon, Odell, they're going to do enough to win this game, let alone cover the spread. 100% agree. Love the, the duo of Odell and Saquon. That's yeah, a powerful, electric. powerful duo. Uh, the second bet I place right now is the Chargers. I got them at minus seven. Uh, even if Joey Bosa doesn't play, I think they steamroll the Bills. I think the Bills get steamrolled from here on out for the rest of the year. I'm also so bad. betting against the Bills because I, I have so much money on them being terrible this oh, year. Oh, yeah. Uh, your the, Josh the Allen bet? Yeah, I know. The Josh <laughs> Allen bet is probably not going to hit, but I hedged it with just the Bills being terrible in general. Yeah. So uh, I think I'll win some money there. I think you will, but, yeah. yeah. I like the Chargers this week. I mean, they lost last week, too, so they need a win. Uh, their defense didn't look that good against Mahomes. Mahomes cannon. So, I mean, yeah, I love the Chargers this week, taking them minus seven. Uh, my next bet is Eagles minus three. Uh, I think this line is a Tampa Bay week one overreaction. 
Eagles are still the Super Bowl champs. I uh, don't think the Bucks are really that good. I see it more as a fluke that they beat the Saints. I mean, obviously, Ryan Fitzpatrick played unreal, but I don't, I don't see that lasting. And he's had these types of games before, and I don't think he usually stays consistent with them. Um, but anyways, I see the Eagles D getting the fits, and I think they're going to cover and or they're going to win and cover the field goal. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I love the overinflated lines after Week One. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And Vernon Hargraves, one of their best oh, uh, yeah. secondary That's guys, huge. He's, out for the, he's out for the year. Yeah, so, I mean, Nelson Aguilar That's should big, eat. Big loss for them. Aguilar should eat. If Foles gets his shit together. <laughs> um, all right, so a couple early leans I have uh, I've been looking into. So I really like this uh, Chief Steelers under, 52.5. It's the highest over-under of the week. I usually just play, always play the highest over-under, the under, just because I just I have a good feeling about it. I think the Chiefs' defense can get lit up, but at the same time they have enough pieces where they're going to be able to hold the Steelers um, and then vice versa, like the Steelers defense is pretty solid. I think a lot of people are expecting Mahomes to go off every week, and I just don't think that's going to be the case this year. Oh, I mean, wait a playing, second there. Playing in Pittsburgh, too, is kind of intimidating for a rookie quarterback. So I like the underplay here. I think a lot of points could still be scored. It could still be a 30-20 to 20 game in the yeah, under hits at 52.5. So I like the under there. Yeah, uh, I just want to add that I think Mahomes is the truth. Him and Ty Freak, they're ridiculous. Uh, maybe not this game because it's kind of high, but I'm looking to bet a lot of Chiefs overs. Their offense is disgusting and their defense is pretty bad. But I, I can see where the under definitely. Yeah, like you said, like a what was it? A 30 to 52, 20, 52 and a half. Yeah, so like a 30-22 game, which is weird. 30-21 game. Uh, yeah. A new one. Uh, my next bet is um, Bears minus three. Uh, they play um, home against the uh, Seahawks uh, on prime time. Um, they looked really good, obviously, before the Rodgers injury. Rodgers went berserk in the second half. Uh, Bears E is really good. I expect them to limit Russell Wilson at home. Other side of the ball, I think their offense will be able to put up points. Uh, Seattle D is not that good anymore. They have Earl Thomas, but they're not like they were. Um, so I'm laying a field goal here with the Bears. Yeah, Earl Thomas went from being in the Legion of Doom to the Legion of One. He's the only one left. Yeah. So, I mean, that's tough. Uh, so, yeah, Seahawks are just, they don't have many pieces. Uh, just basically Pete Carroll coaching uh, is carrying them. So, I mean, yeah, I like the Bears there too. My next lean is a college game. I'm taking LSU's points against Auburn. So, they're they're getting nine and a half. I think Auburn wins this game, but I think they win it by a field goal or a touchdown. I really like what LSU's doing this year. I don't think this is the normal LSU team where they just get blown out. Uh, they have, actually have a pretty good quarterback this year. So I think they they love playing for Coach O, too. I think Auburn's the better team, and I think they win this, but I th- I'm taking the points for LSU. Um, yeah, I actually was leaning Auburn here. Uh, LSU impressed me week one, uh, but I, I like Auburn as a team this year. I don't know how LSU's offense will get yards in this game. This is a weird comparison, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. Uh, I think... It, this game is very similar to the Cowboys and Panthers. The Cowboys being LSU and the Panthers being Auburn. Weird comparison, but I think it's the same sort of matchup problems. Um, kind of selling high on LSU. Uh, Wasn't that final score fourteen to six? It was sixteen to eight. Oh, even better. But like, so, that, so that would cover. No, but I'm not talking about. You know what I'm talking. I'm not talking about like numbers. Anyways, okay. Um, <laughs> so my next bet: uh, Vikings plus one and a half. In my opinion. 
the Vikings are one of the most complete teams in the NFL. Even if Roger plays, I like this number. Um, the Vikings are just really good. They can beat Rodgers even when he's when he's when he's out there when he when he's 100. percent uh, He's not obviously 100 percent like we saw, he, and he can still torch defenses like we saw. Uh, but Minnesota's defense is still one of the best in the league. And then the real major key is that if he doesn't play, this line is going to be like Vikings minus seven or something stupid. I so, like that. I already locked this one in. That's a good like hedge, like you're hedging hope if he doesn't play. Yeah, exactly. And I still feel easy win. Yeah, so I already locked this one in, and I feel pretty good about it. I'd be surprised if they don't let him play though. I'm ready for like Rodgers not to play, Kaiser to play, and then I lose anyways. Like that would be the greatest. That would be the all time. (laughs) Like that would. I think we can. I'd cancel the show. (laughs) Yes. So please Um, don't do it. Okay. And then my last early lean uh, is actually a soccer bet. I know we're trying to get a little cultured here. I love footy. You know how they call it in England, the little footy? Um, I'm going to take Arsenal minus 110. They're playing at Newcastle, one of the worst teams in the Premier League. I'm not going to go into great detail because obviously you guys probably, most of you guys probably don't know about soccer. But uh, Arsenal got a couple key losses early in the year. They really need some wins. They have a good squad. They're just learning their new coach's system, who is PSG's old coach. And I think they're definitely going to win this game. I might do the draw no bet, which is like minus 200. Just so for all you guys that don't know, draw no bet means that if the team draws, you just it's a push and you get your money back. Or if they win, then you win the bet. So I'm taking I'm gonna take Arsenal for sure. Yeah. Um. No insight there for me. I'm strictly a World Cup Euro guy. Uh. France, go France. Griezmann, uh, go those France, blues. Go France. Um. So. Yeah, no insight there. But my last bet I have, um, Panthers, Falcons, over 44. Uh, Deion Jones and Keanu Neal, probably the two most important defenders for the Falcons. They're out of this game with injuries. Um, The Panthers' offense didn't look great versus the Cowboys, but I think they get back on track here in a dome. And for all you DFS players, I'm expecting Christian McCaffrey to have a monster week. I think he's going to kill it. He's going to have like eight catches, like 100 yards, like two tutties. Uh, I still like the Falcons offense, even though Sarkeesian is an idiot. Uh, I think he's so bad. I think they're going to hopefully. I thought they would fix that in the offseason. I guess not. but I thought, I thought it was a lock for them to fix that in the offseason. Yeah, hopefully at home they'll play better in the red zone. And then, yeah, uh, Luke Keekley. I think he's questionable, so if he's out, then it makes me like it even more. That's huge. Um, yeah, I, think... I actually do like this play as well. I think both, both teams are kind of getting some like less points than normal because of their performances last week. Yeah. The Falcons and the Panthers both both put up uh, like double digits. They put up like 18 and like 16, both of them. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, think, put up I think it's another kind of week one overreaction. Maybe not. I mean, the Falcons' D is kind of good, but they just lost those pieces. And then, I mean, they're playing in a dome in this this total is 44. Like that's pretty I low. I could see a shootout, dude. I could see I could see yeah. it being like a 40 to like 35 kind of game. Oh shit. Okay. I, well, I hope so. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, okay. And with that being said, let's get into King Keith's locks of the week. Surprise! Surprise, motherfucker! The king is back. All right, so my first lock of the week is the Patriots, plus one in Jacksonville, AFC Championship rematch. Um, so basically, my reasoning behind this is the Pats are still the Pats. They looked great against the Texans last week. The Jaguars' offense looked very shaky against the Giants, who have an average defense, I would say. 
Uh, Fournette's questionable. He has a hamstring injury. They're saying that it's a minor injury, but you can never put too much stock into that. Yeldon mm-hmm. looked okay to replace him, but he's no Fournette. Blake Bortles, you can't trust him. He doesn't have any receivers or tight ends to throw it to. So, I mean, I just love the pass right here to just revenge game. Like, the Jacksonville's going to be all amped up, and they're just not going to do anything. Yeah, I was leaning uh, Patriots, too, here. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to bet it, but betting against or betting with Brady over the years is ridiculous. I wish I'd just do it every time because he always covers. So I'm, I'm guessing still... it probably pays off to bet. With... Dude, he's like, I think it's like 159 and 91 or something stupid. Like, if you just did against it every. Yeah, against the spread. If you just did it, like, obviously those numbers are not right. I just know. I saw a stat and something like that. But yeah, I'm leaning Pats here, too. I love stats where it's like you kind of know what the stat is. Those are my favorite stats. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know. And then my second lock of the week is the Eagles money line minus 175 at Tampa Bay. So another road team, uh, but they're obviously the favorite. They're not a dog here. Mm-hmm. I just think the Eagles defense is way too strong. I think the Bucks are getting, we're talking about that overinflation, overreaction from week one. I just see this as a classic, like people are like, oh, the Bucks might actually be good. And then no, they just get stomped. So, I mean, also the injury I mentioned, so big injury to their secondary. I think Nick Foles is going to play better. He, the Falcons' defense is better than the Bucks' defense, so I think Foles has a better game. I think J.H.I. gets more work this game, and I just don't see the Bucks being able to put up 500 yards again. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I bet minus three, so I'm fully on board with you. All right, and our last bet we get into is our survivor pick of the week. So last week, uh, me and Mike both took the Ravens in our Survivor, which I guess you could say paid off because they won 47-3. to Yeah, that was a lot. So I think that's uh, pretty good, pretty good. And we don't have to rely on the Ravens anymore this year, which is also pretty good. Yep. So this week I'm going to do a little uh, variation from that mindset and go with a team I think is just an absolute 100% lock. I don't care that I'm using them early. I just have all the faith in the world. I'm going with the Los Angeles Rams. They're coming off a short week. They're playing their home opener, though, um, in front of their home fans. They're playing against Arizona, who looked abysmal, against the Washington Redskins, who at best are a middle-of-the-pack NFL team. I don't think that the Rams lose this game in any way, shape, or form. Uh, They're minus 1,000 on the money line, which is one one of the biggest money lines I've seen in a regular season NFL game in the past, like, three years I've been betting on it. So I just, I'm just taking the Rams. I don't care. I'm not, not looking back. I'm just hammering lock. Put it in. Yeah, stay tuned. Keith might bet a grand on the Rams to win 100. We'll see about that. Um, oh. But yeah, the three I was looking at for Survivor were obviously the Rams, minus 13 or wherever they are, minus 12. The Saints are minus 8.5. And, and the Chargers are minus 7 at the Bills. And I honestly think it's pretty safe. I'm not going to say safe, but the Bills are just so bad. I feel like you could just choose against them every game, and you could possibly win. Like the Browns last year, like 0-16. and 16. Like, they're that bad. But I'm with you. I'm going with the Rams. You can't get too cute too early. I did that shit last year, and I was out by, like, week four. So I'm not doing that again. I'm taking the Rams. Yeah, I usually used to do that, too, and it's just not worth it. I think you just got to go with a team you're sure is going to win and then worry about those problems Yeah, later. you worry about that later, yeah. I also don't hate your strategy on fading the Bills. The only times I wouldn't fade the Bills is if it's, like, an average to below average team. But, like, the yeah. Chargers are pretty solid, so, I mean, that's not either a bad play either. Yeah. 
All right, and that is our third episode of The Spread. You can catch us on iTunes now for Big League. Uh, follow, our, follow our social. Uh, we'll be promoting this episode pretty heavily. And uh, hopefully we get to hear from one of you guys next week on your best bet and then a future bet for next week. Yeah, um, as always, hope you guys subscribe to the podcast, another run iTunes, share it with your friends, and we'd really appreciate it if you give us a review on there. Uh, follow our Twitter account at spread underscore podcast, and like I said, we tweeted out a link with a betting tracker and pinned it to the top so you guys can follow us and see what we bet. Um, but that's all we have for this week, so hope you guys enjoy this episode, and we'll be back next week. See you guys next week. See you.